Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young. And I'm Vanessa Mitchell. How are you all doing this week? How's everyone been doing? What's been happening? What's new? What's wonderful? Vanessa, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? Well, it's been a funny kind of week. Obviously, um, a few months ago I moved into this house, which is actually a lovely house in St. Isaac. It's very old. It is not, a lovely house. Not as old as the cage. We're, we're live in location. Yes, on location. Um, and I, I, I brought an object in, actually from the cage, and it's a broomstick, and, it, and it's, it's a very old broomstick, and it got me to thinking about, you know, haunted objects, and you know, because I know, I know it does happen, I mean, we've all seen the movie about the Dibbit box, you buy the Dibbit box yeah. online, yeah. and then you're really haunted, and it got me thinking that this house has got such a lovely atmosphere, and actually, when I moved in here, I thought to myself, first thing I'm going to do is obviously sage it and, and, and cleanse it. But never really had to, actually, because the house was a big wrap-up of, of love. That's exactly how it felt. And actually, the only house in my life I've ever felt like this, even childhood houses, is all something. But not in this house. And it got me thinking about this broomstick and how you can take accidentally negative Some or bad, bad juju. juju into a house even sometimes people go to antique shops yes and they take something back or they buy something on a car boot sale and you don't and it understand happens, it happens far more often than people think i see people i'm quite active now in the paranormal community online yeah and i see lots and lots of people who have had no interest in the paranormal, have yeah. no connection to the paranormal, no. you know, uh, not not massive believers or whatever, crying out for help for because they've bought something, bought it into the house, and now it's just completely and taken and, over. And there's a tangible change which they know and understand wasn't there before, and they didn't all of a sudden start being junkies or alcoholics or, you know, not sleeping, so they're hallucinating. Their lives carried on the same, except for something really changed in it. And and the cases that have made the media, kind, you know, is pinned back to an object. Or, yes, well, it happened that week when I brought this or brought that. And also, I think people have a sixth sense as well. Something kicks in and thinks, hold on a minute. Well, listen, it's... they've made a, a whole movie franchise of this. Look at Annabelle the Doll. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, you, you know, Annabelle. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it, that is, it's not... A particular place it's not uh it's not connected to a person the haunting or whatever happens is connected to, to wherever wherever it's, that object it's is weird. wherever I've done it goes quite a lot of research on this um spirits gone past i mean i would have been again years ago the person to say oh that's just for the movies but the more you kind of look into this and I'd have said, yes, definitely a house could be haunted in location, but I wouldn't have said an object, to be honest. Or I'd have said it's possible, but it's a bit fantastical. But the more I've researched and looked into it over the years, the more I know 100% it can happen. And I think the reason that can happen is because um, passed over can um, connect and tie themselves to an object. It was either an object they loved or an object they hated or, or something in life that they're tied to for whatever reason. And if you buy that object, whether it's a bloody, you know, dinner service from a Welsh mansion from 300 years ago, you know, even the silliest of thing, if that has an just... emotional connection or tie to, to, to something of, of negative, or even it could be positive. 
And if it's connection to positive, then you've got a ghost in your house, which doesn't want to cause you any harm, but you have got a ghost. And then you'll and so, know and that. Not, and not everyone wants that. Not everyone no. wants that. I think, um, what what is your view then on um, it, it's, um, spirit being able to be with multiple objects? Do, do you think that, you know, someone may have had you know, a couple of rings, a necklace and a, their favourite saucepan. You know, can they can they be with each one of them objects? From my limited understanding, because I'm not dead yet, so I say limited and I say that because we can all think we're experts, but exactly. until we die, it's always going to be limited. Know. I think if there's something precious, I, I would say it's one thing. I don't think a spirit could connect to... Um, the clock they liked and the piano they liked and the painting on the wall. Now, on the flip side of I, that... I, I would Hold on a sec. I would say it's possible, but I wouldn't think it likely mm. in, in research I've done. But there are some mediums out there that ask you to bring an item. Yes, psychometry, and I totally believe in that. So is that not a similar kind of... Well, no. I, I'll give you an example. Years ago, when I was in... Um, Colorado with Mike's fiance. We we went on the Amtrak train, and we did um, uh, Cheyenne, Colorado, Wyoming for months, just getting on and off. And I brought this ring in a pawn shop, and it was just a silver band ring. That's all it was. Um, and from a pawn shop, I just brought it a silver band ring, and that was it. Anyway, years later, when I was um, doing promotion work and timeshare work. I was staying in a hotel in Wales, a B&B, and um, I was doing a show down there, and um, there was a medium actually, couldn't tell you his name, haven't got a clue, it was years and years ago, I mean I was like 21 or something, 20, 21, and he was just downstairs sitting in the table, it was just a little Welsh B&B, and we were up talking to the, the lady and man that ran it, who were really nice and friendly, so instead of saying get up to your room, they said, yeah. well, do you want to come downstairs? Um, and he he mentioned my ring. Now now I know in the middle of the ring it had Mexico in it, but he didn't know that anyway. So he took it, and he started giving me this reading on this ring about a woman that was uh, poor. She she didn't have any money, and she pawned this ring, and that she was in really bad situations. And she came from Mexico, and he was telling me all this, and I'm like, what? Well, I know he didn't look at the ring. He just took it straight from me, put it in his hands. He didn't know it's from Mexico. Now I know that's not luck. I know it's not luck. Um, and that was the first time I think I really understood psychometry. Now, the reading he gave me, he told me, where, he told me where I brought it. He told me, he actually also said to me, the woman who owned it had passed over and she was happy I had it because I wore it and I, and I liked it. Now, he didn't know I was in Cheyenne in America when I brought it. I know the fella for five minutes. He didn't know anything about yeah. my life and I couldn't even tell you his name and he probably couldn't tell you mine. But that was the first time I understood and brought into psychometry. And I know that good mediums can read off objects. Um, so, yeah, so, and that would go. So it's not essentially that, that it's their life forces imprinted on an object, like a picture, and like, um, uh, I don't know, maybe well, like a stone on. tape I'm kind of... I'm probably talking about two different things. This My ring wasn't a haunted object. No, but that's what I'm... It was a separate thing, but, but made my, me My question to you was that some psychics ask for objects and they read from them. And I believe that wholeheartedly, yeah. I've so it so is, is, a, is it you can compare it to almost like a stone tape theory kind of thing where it's like a snapshot, it's a... No, I, I don't think it's the same. 
I think psychometry is different. You can, a medium can sit and talk to you face to face or hold your hand and contact all the loved ones. And they can as well with a piece of jewellery if the energy is strong enough. But just a piece of jewellery? What if it was like... Or a pair of glasses or a... So it's something that was on that person. Yeah, or a piano or, just a, or, or an object. But, but something that was, if their energy comes through strong, strong enough, is personal to them. And I believe in that, but that is different from um, when there is an attachment to an object, when you accidentally buy it or it comes into your house, and then bad or good comes from it, but that's, or a painting or something. And we, we've all heard of, it's the old story, isn't it? The boy crying painting, everyone's houses burnt down. Did it? Was it a coincidence? Who knows? But it's kind of similar, you know, an object or pictures related to bad happening. Um, and like we said, that there's lots of cases where you'll buy something, a bit of antique jewellery or a piano or a chair, lots of things, a chair. And then things change in your life and it's a, an entity connected to that object, whether it's bad or good. Okay. It's just, it's quite a hard thing to get your head around. So obviously we all understand and know a kind of a, a simple simple process of you know we die we pass some get trapped some some pass but and you, come and visit you just, but you just said we understand a print a simple process of we die we get trapped. it's not a simple process no is it? no but it, that is the process that we know and understand or what? that we can get our head around what? so what's so what is the difference so are these people that are connected to an object are they have they passed over is it just a fragment of the is it a bit like right hold on just go back there a bit the simple process we do understand most people is you die you pass over that is a simple that is yeah. a simple thing we know but the more complicated thing is like you're just saying do they get trapped do we come back are they attached to an object that's something you know do you get haunted is it a good haunting is it bad but is it is it visitation is it an active hostile haunting that's where it gets really complicated yeah and that's and that's where with this haunted object thing i i struggle to get my head around because mm. I, th I i think what why is that person that one that person in particular attached to that item in particular mm. do you know what i mean because some of them are really kind of it's like a wedding ring or something you can understand but there are like haunted dolls is a huge thing it's a huge huge thing yeah, but all the freddie i've but, got to be honest with you the haunted doll thing that's a load of bullshit most of but, it but then, they but say then, they sell them online oh the soul of a dead child is in this doll well i tell you what they're probably not so do one you're charging a thousand pound for it it's just a doll you picked up and you just want to make a con out of it so, so then all right dolls. so then let's Lies. let's go on to then like we said a piano People don't really keep pianos anymore. A lot of them are being dumped in landfill mm. or cut up and thrown in a skip. What happens then? Listen, it is, that, is that what is that soul wandering around? Uh... Listen, it doesn't matter what the object is. Let's say an object. Let's say a jewelry box or anything. A piano. It doesn't matter what the object is. Yeah, but what I'm because the the issue with objects with places you can tr tend to say that place will stay there for a period of time. Look at the UK. A lot of our homes are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. They're still standing. They will still continue to stand for, for, for however long a time. But objects, are, you know, say um, for whatever, like this, this, yeah, mm. right, 
And do you think that'll be passed down generation, 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 generation? Or do you think someone will throw that out of it all eventually? Right, well, what we're talking about is, a, is a, actually, funny enough, we're talking about a, an ashtray I got from Las Vegas with Mike's fiance. Still kept it. Um, because it means something to you. Now, well, not, well, now not, in your no. passing, you decide to... No, hold on a sec. It doesn't mean anything emotionally to anyone. It's an ex-fiance. But it's from a time of memory, but I just keep it. Hold on a sec. Let me just go back to the point. It could be a piano or a jury box. If Go back to your point, the piano. If there was a pianist or a little child who died and they were learning, and their happiest times were learning on the piano or a pianist, the happiest times at the piano, or the man's wife died and she played the piano, that is where, a, because it's emotionally, it's a really important thing, we'll get attached to that object. It's not just because it was in their house. So, this, so then what happens, listen, objects get thrown out daily. Yeah. So what happens if that object ends up in landfill? What, are they wandering around a, a, a junkyard? I don't know everything. My, I, next, I, I, my, my next question to it would be... I, would, I wouldn't know. I'd imagine if it got crushed up in a the landfill, then obviously that entity wouldn't, isn't hanging around the landfill. Now, you're saying, you know, that for the piano, that was their happiest time, it was their passion or whatever, and so... It would have had to be something for them to be attached to it if there was an attachment. Now, is that, is that then, is that then an, an intelligent haunting or just, like I said, like a, um, it, it, a snapshot of time and, a, a, you know, that object drawing in the energy of that time, you know, and like we I get like the stone tape thing you know it's 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 caught a moment in time and captured that moment and it's imprinted on the object as opposed to a fragment of that person's soul or whatever being yeah, I understand what you're saying and and my again my limited experience of because again I'm not dead so I don't know everything is so I'm gonna sneeze uh, look to the light Oh no, it's not coming. Oh, <laughs> look, hell. I said it's not coming, then it surprised me. Bless um, you. Um, it can be both, in in my experience. I can it listen. Can I both. can get that, and I, it's not that I'm arguing with you. It's just that I'm just. It depends. If, if you had, I know you're not arguing, we're debating. But if you had, um, let's go with the piano, which we've already spoken yeah. about. Um, there's odd energy around the piano, or, or you know, sometimes it plays the odd keys. That's very different from the piano playing all night and there being some negative you know because human being human beings can feel energy when something's wrong so that's why we talk about yeah the, the house was lovely everything was blind and everything's perfect yeah. until they brought I, I, yeah i suppose it's very different it's to that that sometimes beings. you get a bit of an eerie feeling around the piano and sometimes it tinkers when no one's there but if it comes into the house and then you've got something up in the loft banging and crashing and, and things and, and you know because your instinct as a human being We'll let you know that you know everyone has a sixth sense and we have it for a reason because it exists and we have it for a reason but then when there's activity in your house and you're like what hold on a minute well this only started since we got the piano or started since we got the jewelry box or started since we brought that old-fashioned dinner set from the welsh mansion from 400 years ago mm -hmm. and it can be connected to any type of object and i've learned through talking to people and research and studying I mean, you know, we've both, we've both done our parapsychology um, exams and we learn stuff from that. But, you know, like I've always said to you, I talk to everyone. People, I probably drive people mad because most people I meet 
the subject comes up because I'm interested and curious how many normal people these things happen to that never made the media. So we Google stories, what can we talk about? But you'll find most normal people, if you ask them, have experience. And if they haven't, an auntie, an uncle, my mum, yeah. when she or was a kid, say, or my nan, the way she used to tell me. Yeah. Or, my nan brought me up telling me. There was the one fella, night I yeah. stayed in, da 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 there's, there's not a person in the land that hasn't got a connection at some point to the paranormal. So yeah. there, there'll always be, and I promise you... And even if they say... Well, viewers I don't and listeners it, at but, home, yeah. they'll always go, I don't believe it, but my nan did... My nan always said... said da, 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 or something like that, I promise you... Or ask, this happened to my... Ask people. If it's something you're interested in, and you are right to do it, is, is to talk to people and ask people, and you'll be really, really surprised. Um, do you know, that the last time, this happened to me last week, I spoke to someone... And I was sad about it. I said, but anyway, I suppose you don't believe in it. He said, well, actually, I do. He said, what happened was my uncle died. And he said, the night my uncle died, he said, me and my mother saw him. Full blown, we saw him. We, know, we knew he died because we'd already got the news. He was in one house, she was in another. Nobody was off their nuts hallucinating. And they both, they both two different, you know, at different times of night. Now, that's from a normal person who says, listen, I don't get an... Listen, when I spoke to him, I don't introduce myself. Well, by the way, I'm Vanessa Mitchell from The Cage. I don't do that because then that's kind of leading people. Yes. And, and I don't want to do that. I want someone's real story. And it happens all the time. And a lot of times it's connected what to, you to... God knows, probably... God knows, probably some... To... Yeah. More to... Not a haunted object, I hope. Yeah, God no. But yeah, it's interesting when you do actually talk to normal human beings, it happens so much and people don't get that. You know, you just think what's in the media and say, oh, it's online. Well, that went, well, look at my story. It's online. It went through 300 different brains. They made it what they wanted it to make. It wasn't my, my original story. And so I'm very sceptical. So when I read something, I think, right, pick the bones out of that. Probably a part of that was true. Yeah. That they make it a very limited spin it part how they want to do it and i think and that's again it's that's another really really important message and we always say it's for the magic of hollywood and, and magic of that but again for media and media publications ultimately they need to sell papers and you know if the story isn't overly if the you know if the witchy ain't, ain't spinning from the ceiling and everyone's got green sick everywhere and blood's pouring out of the walls yeah. They don't really care. Like, it's not. It's not. Ex like it's not as exciting. It's not every day, you know. Yeah. Like that fellow who saw his uncle. That's a great story, but that's not. No one wants to read it, do they? Yeah. Like it's. But it's pretty mundane. Point, he wouldn't have gone on the media, that man, and said, "Oh, by the way, I'm joining a blog, or I'm putting it out there. I'm a normal fella, and I saw the ghost of my uncle." Because he's a professional working man. He's in his fifties. He ain't going to do that. But just going back a bit, my story, as we've often said on this podcast was far more worse and scary than what the media put anyway. I mean, all, I, I saw a, a bloody satanic goat. Well, let me tell you, that didn't happen. But I tell you what did happen was more scary than seeing a fictitious bloody satanic goat walking around the and place. This is, and this is the thing, and I think, I think we're getting more into that age now where the truth is scarier yeah. than whatever, you can, whatever your brain can conjure up. And I think, you know with the things like the country and stuff that have come out now, it's kind of getting there. I know they're still a bit wild and a bit crazy and a bit out there, but they it's it's based on a true story because they know that truth mm. is far more interesting and but it's I mean, far scarier. The, the other, you know, a few weeks ago, 
my son said to me, he's just getting horror movies and stuff and ghost stories. Uh, and he said, I said, the best ghost story, for me personally, the ghost movie you ever watch is The Others with Nicole oh, Kidman. Yes. Because there's, there's not green sick. Nobody's flying up and being slammed on the ceiling. And it, that, that's not a true story. But, but, but it's the, very well done. Yeah, but, but, no, hold on a sec. But, but the, um, uh, but that's the way it happens. I don't know the correct word to say that. But that is the way the dead and the living through layers interact in real life. And it's not people screaming and shouting and the house set on fire and explosions going off. It's, and you know, and if you watch that movie, and my son watched it, and he's like, oh, you know, oh. well, after 20 minutes, oh, mum, can I come and sit next to you? Get, you know, and then, and then at the end, when he realised that the dead and the living coexisted, he's like, what? And I said, but Jess, that, that's what happens in real life. When you move into a house, the dead and, dead and living have to coexist because it's just fact, they have to. And it ain't about green sick, and it's not about spooks coming out of the walls and black tar coming from the walls. It's just sometimes as simple as layers of um, souls living together and human beings. And I, yeah, I, I think it's a lot of a lot of people's interpretations now of hauntings and what ghosts are is is all very Hollywood based, yeah. and it is all you know people being flung up against walls and, mm. and things, like, and that's and it isn't the reality. And I I often say you know it's it's the mundane, but it's not mundane because when it happens, it is still really really scary. Yeah. But you know it. Listen, no one's no one. It does happen. There are violent hauntings. People have been flung up against walls, and yeah, people we have know been that. hit yeah, and have been struck. We're not discrediting that. We're at not all. discrediting that, but that's not every single one. That's mm. not. That's not every day. That's not what people live with every day. I mean, day. in the, in the cage, I was physically attacked. I was, but the way that would be perceived was, you know, I mean, one case uh, when I got hit really hard on the bum, brushing my teeth, up at seven o'clock in the morning, ready to go to work. I think it came out in the media as, after I told my genuine story, um, sex ghost slaps Vanessa Mitt. What? No. It's nothing to do with that. No, no, no. And and the problem is journalists have the right, and you, you can't really stop it. it. It goes out to the world. And each journalist can little put a little spin on it. So somebody take, you know... It's and, Chinese whispers, and, that, and, that's, and that's what it is. And, and, and I get that. But it's like, no, if if you actually get the real... The real story is so much worse than... Because when people read, oh, this and that, you think, automatically you think, well, that didn't happen. Well, I don't blame them because it didn't. But what happened was worse. What happened was, if you had my own voice saying it, my own words... And if and if, if they reported on the kind of everyday hauntings, because that's... And that's what it is. A lot of it, you, you do, you read and you go, right, well, that's that's completely ridiculous. That never happened. Mm. That's a bit. That's a bit fantastical. If they didn't do that, there'd be a lot more belief, I think, because I think a lot of people who haven't experienced things go right. Okay, yeah, right. Like the Exorcist, while she was crab walking down the stairs, spinning around in a chair, being sick everywhere. Right, and you would. You can't. You do. You roll your eyes. Even even me now, as a staunch believer. Mm. We'll read things in the media or see, like, oh, based on true true events. So you have to pick And out I look at it and I think, think yeah, is, yeah, right, okay, all right, perfect. I don't know. But listen, we digress again, as we do on as this we podcast. Do. Back to haunted objects. Yeah. I mean, Any experience? Ob- <sighs> it's, it's hard to say 
because I've lived all of my life, you know, with weird shit going on, it's hard to pin things down. Yeah. I think what's more prominent is to think of cases who are completely normal, never had whatever you want to spin it, a gift or a curse or a knowing. I like to call, I prefer to call it a knowing. And then they're completely normal people and then objects come in their house. And they can then... And then they're the people who have so much, then they reach out and then they do ask for help. You know, and that's when you speak to... I mean, I know a lot of mediums, a lot of witches, a lot of people in that world, and they reach out to people like them. Now, the people like them that I know aren't going to give names and addresses. No. But I know there is multiple cases. Yeah. And also demonologists, I know, where they're saying, listen something is really happening here can you please try and deal with it and and they do because they can right okay it's like education right what was it like before what was it like now did anything unusual happen in the house did did something come into the house what was the week like did anyone die were you stressed out did you get a sack from work did you start taking drugs you know that they kind of weigh out you know it'll be interesting to know if uh viewers and listeners if you have any stories, if you've had a haunted object, if you have a haunted object, you know, do you have any experience with that? I'd like to know. I'm interested to hear because I know there are cases and I know a lot of them go undetected, unspoken mm. about. And and it doesn't have to be as harsh as a dibbit box, you know, the movie we all know. It could be just an object where there's a change. You know, it doesn't have to be that your life is run with demons. It could yeah. be just... Things move in the house, there's a different atmosphere, and that is Atmosphere, a I think, is a massive one. You know, yeah. I think people don't pick up on that enough. But listen, you, everyone has can walk into a place and go, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Or pick up something and go, oh, I don't really like that. You know, if, if, you, if you have your home and you walk into your home every day and you think this feels lovely, this feels fantastic, yeah. this is home. And then one day you walk in there and you think, Ooh. oh. And then the next day. Something's and amiss. And then the next day. And then that night and the next night. You know, if, if all of a sudden you're you're scared to turn the light off in the bathroom and walk back to your bedroom in the dark There's or something. There's a reason for There's that. There's a reason for that. Your body is telling you, listen, and you're right in what you said earlier, you know, everyone has... Uh, a sixth, sixth sense. sense some people's is stronger some people have different gifts and different talents but all humans have an ability to pick up on mm. the changes around we're them. born with it whether, whether we know it or not whether you can see it or not and it isn't you're not always gonna have you know a roman soldier walk through your kitchen or demons scratching the, the wallpaper what, off the wall what, you know sometimes it really is yeah, as, 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 subtle, as, as yeah but subtle, noticeable as you know that the air feeling heavy or you you're not feeling comfortable or you feel like someone or you looking. knew you put it there and so you think, oh no i just must have forgot you know that happens so many times people rush i think people rationalize a yeah. lot of things that happen and i think there's reasons for that i think a lot of people obviously will just rationalize it because they're busy they just got back from work they're trying to feed the kids and a lot of people um if you recognise, hold on a minute, I definitely know I put that there, then you have to look outside the box. And then as a normal person, you have and to then, think, hold on a minute, then what some, is this Then thing? you have to accept that potentially... Yeah, you have got something in your house that you don't understand. And not everyone wants that. Well, most people don't, let's be honest. Not everyone wants that. And I think as well, a lot of it is they don't understand and it's much easier to explain it away yeah. of, I've had a real rough week... 
or you know, oh god, I'm oh I've been getting really forgetful recently. Oh, or one of the kids have picked it up and put yeah. it somewhere, or, or whatever. It's it's very it's much easier mm. to do that. And listen, and I'm not saying that every time your glasses go missing that you've got Charles Dickens wandering around your house stealing mm. your glasses, but you, sometimes you you have to just think that not everything can be it can be explained away and in in the in the real world sometimes you do have to look a little bit past that and it can be scary especially if you if you're not accustomed to it or it's something that's bravery and that's accepting something you don't understand because when you when that happens so your brain has to think hold on a minute this is something outside the box now, people listening to us on here probably would get that anyway. Well, I understand it's that up, because you're listening thing. because you you have an interest you get, and you, yeah. have, and that's great. But there'll be people in your lives that don't, mm. and you know, quite often I've you know have friends who are going through whatever, or have had things happen, and and we'll talk about it and go, oh, I'm going mad. And you try and explain to them and say, have you thought about the possibility of X, Y, Z? You get shut down. No, no, don't be stupid. Oh, right, really? What? No, I'll no, I'll give you an example. No. There's some people I know that it was back in the war. Um, after the war just finished, I was in a prefab. Um, and, and I think it was a prefab. That was a place I went to after. Anyway, there's a house and there was kids there and um, parents. And there was always someone walking along the stairs. You know, this is wartime or just after. I can't quite remember my time scale. But everyone in the house was aware of this person. person, Somebody. You could physically hear this. All all the family heard it. It wasn't just the kids or just the parents. It was everyone. Um, But, of course, it was during the war or wartime. And they didn't... um, there was, there was too much other stuff. They're all aware of it. But, of course, you couldn't just go and Google yeah. who's going to help you out with it. Anyway, it was discovered years afterwards, after they got older and left that house, when one of the kids decided to do some backstory, that a doctor had hung himself in the house. Now, because this child that had grown up as an adult thought, you know, it stayed with him. I know there was something. And this, this person now is in his 60s. But he, he knew it, and, and, and the doctor had actually hung himself in that house. Now, the entire family knew, knew about it, but, you know, it's only, obviously, we know in, even with me in the cage back then, I didn't have my, you couldn't Google anything, it didn't exist. You know, it, it even back to the, you know, the time I was in there, you, the help just wasn't there. You know, and I think now, in recent times, if that had had happened, There'd be a newspaper article somewhere and you'd probably be able to Google it. But that's only if it's recent. Mm. You know, if, if you're going way back when, that's, it's not information that's readily available. And I think that probably raises another point for kind of haunted objects is that if there's something in the house, there'll be, there'll be a record somewhere. You might have to dig. But if there's been a death or something untoward or... But that or, would be in a property, but for an object, property, you bought for car boot sale, you couldn't you, you'd you never track that. Listen, unless it's, you know, a priceless antique that's been registered here, yeah. there, and everything, you can trace its history. But listen, how many... I could, there's probably about 10 objects in the world that you can do that. If you pick up an object in a car boot sale or, or whatever, it's very, very hard then to... Well, you couldn't track it, it'd be impossible. It'd be impossible to do that, unless you've inherited an item. The only way you could do it is to get a really bloody good medium in, uh, or psychometrist to track that. 
but then a lot of mediums are charlatans and a lot of them are fake so let's not make any bones about it i mean i've met thousands and i there isn't that many that you know you could trust 100 percent. so there's no real scientific way there's not you know but as humans we know there's a change of something wrong but luckily thank god in this day and age we can get more help so if you get a medium in and she shit or he shit, then you can get another one. Get another one. And, and you, you can get these, you, you can get it solved these days. It takes a lot of work and it is not easy. So let's be honest, it's not, you know, someone comes around and, and does it. Sometimes it takes a lot of work and two or three people doing it. But it is possible and you can get rid of these things. You can now. Now, let's say if you could uh, haunt an item, mm. what item would you go for? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. That's a hard one. Would you Would you go for a priceless heirloom, or would you go for something really mundane? It would have to be for me to be connected. Like, it has to be saying I'm personally, personally, um, really in depth. Need to stay with afterlife. Now I know I'm going up. I know I'm not going to linger, and and I know that. But just saying for fantastical wise, it would obviously be saying connected to my sons, or obviously. Connected to Oasis, because, <laughs> you know, it'd be something like that. I mean, if I had a priceless bloody Liam Noel Gallagher sign thing, I might want to come back and say, hold on a minute, that's oh, mine. What are you doing with that? Don't put it there, don't put it there. Yeah, but I'm just being facetious by saying that. But I, I don't know. I mean, don't forget in, in the... It would have to be something so beautifully precious. But, of course, these days we have so many objects. Back, you know, the Victorian days, you know, maybe you know, had if, one if, or if two prize objects. Yeah, if you... If you had your wedding ring, you know, yeah. people, listen, look, on my fingers, I've got three rings. Yeah. All of them, you know. Uh, and you'll uh, probably uh, change those in a few years. Yeah, but, you know, you know, but they, all have, they all have meaning to yeah. me. You know, which one would you pick? Yeah. You know, it's. In the older, you know, in the older If you days, had something, it was very precious. If, was, you ha if you had something. Well, they didn't have objects. If they had an object, like a jewellery box, it would probably have been the only one they'd had their entire... So, so you prize it and it's, you know... And don't forget, especially with children, a lot of children died died younger. They would only have one or two possessions. These days, it'd be like, what do I want? My Xbox or my dinosaur collection or my iPad. I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't happen like that. But, but back, it, back, back in the days, children had and adults had very, very few possessions. And if, if it was something they loved, that their heart and soul went into it. Kids these days, and even adults, I mean, what would you choose? You, you, you... So then do you think then potentially it's something that will dwindle away over time? Mm. I would say based on what I've just said, it would definitely get get less. I suppose it would have to. I suppose through time and through the way we live these days, you don't have one precious item. So I would say based on basic maths that yeah it would dwindle away and haunted houses wouldn't and you know everything else wouldn't but i suppose because, because people will still die in, in homes you know that that won't change that won't change but but we are very consumer based and... but there are so many antiques and, and old things out in the world it won't change the fact that you'd ever get that but i think with kids and adults these days things become less precious because you have so many more of them yeah, all right, I can see that. As in objects, not photos, they're precious. You know, you know. You always say, in a burning building, what are you going to rescue? My mum always says, I'll go for my photos. Everything else we can replace, I'm not asked. But those old photos from the 50s and 60s, we'll never replace them again because we haven't got all copies backed up on bloody computers. Maybe you should do that. Mm. But a lot of older people don't. No, but, so, going on on that context, you know, 
I think it's food for thought. I think it's depend. It depends on your view of how an object becomes haunted. If it's that that person wants to stay with that item, well, that is or it, obviously. Or, but or it could be the thing that I said, and that it's that it's a snapshot and an, an, an imprint. Yeah, in that case, that would be. Um, uh, it would happen, but it wouldn't be a consistent haunting. No. It would be, uh, oh, just saying weird that day. It wouldn't be a consistent day in, day out, obvious, hostile or active haunting. Because then that would go to stone tape theory. So there's just something around that object that you can sense. It doesn't drive you mad. But a haunted object is very different from someone who loved it and pops back every now and then to... Now, from my very limited experience in haunted objects um i know that there are collectors out there mm. uh, and people that will gather purposely haunted zach baggins being one yeah he's got the haunted museum yeah. now i know very famously he bought um the chassis to james dean's car yeah him and he buys a lot of stuff you know there's there's a lot of things in and amongst their cursed items as well um what 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 do you think of that because you know like the warrens famously had yeah a, a location where they left I, th I i think you you need to know what you're doing with stuff like that i think i mean i know the warrens from what we read or understand were supposed to know how to keep that stuff sealed and safe from the rest of the world and from themselves um i assume zach baggins with all his people who he knows i mean he knows shamans mediums you know witchcraft i think he knows how to yeah, keep a lid on it but, yeah, but I, I wouldn't recommend it i certainly wouldn't bring one in um not knowingly I, I wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't buy something knowingly i think you would have to get this stuff sealed because that the whole thing you know seal it off so it can't do any damage i think if you know and you know the right people and the right ways to get it sealed so it can't cause any harm then yeah, but I, 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 you know, you have to know the right people, and I think they're few and far between, to be honest. Who really, actually, in the really world, can do that? Now, haunted objects is one thing. Cursed objects. Oh, I thought I was someone knocking at the door. Then. Mm. Oh. Car backfiring. Car backfiring. Um, cursed objects. So now my mind instantly goes to like Egyptian tombs. Yeah. And things like that. There's listen, but there's there's more than just that, but just off the top of my head, thoughts and opinions on that. I mean to me it would be a no, because I think why risk it? I mean why risk it? No, but do you think they exist? Do you think it's yeah, do you I, think that someone could curse an item? Yeah. Uh I do. Uh if there's ten people that say they can curse it, probably only one really can. No, say if there's no, I, if there's a thousand that can say can curse it, probably one only can, or probably ten thousand. I don't know. Would I take the risk? No, no, I wouldn't. Um, but I know mediums who are mediums straight from Father God and Jesus that say if you don't believe in it, it won't affect you and it can't harm you. But I just think when this because i've lived through it don't risk it this stuff can spin out of control and nobody can help you when it goes bad or very few people and so i mean i just wouldn't even risk it because i wouldn't need an item that much i mean i just wouldn't need it that much quite there's quite a few famous cases where you know there's 
um, oh, what is it? Is it the Jewel of India, maybe, that's in the... Mm. Uh, uh, the Queen's Crown. Yes. What is it? Crown Jewels. Crown Jewels, yeah. You know, that's passed X amount of hands over X amount of hundreds of years, and each and every one of them has... Uh, but you have has, to... Do you, no, but honestly, you have to distinguish, you have to separate myth and legend and stories. We talk about podcasts all the time. Well, you know, and it's spinned out of control, so it wasn't really true in the first place. I think you have to would, would distinguish, which would be really hard to do, genuine cursed objects from just, oh, it's supposed to be cursed. I mean, there's a big difference there. There is a big if difference. I, if I knew I had a genuine cursed object, no, I would not touch it with a barge. Why would I take the risk? I don't need anything that much. Well, you might have something in here. Well, I don't think... You know. if, if, out of all of your worldly belongings, if you had to pick one that you thought, if there was ever going to be anything, that'd be it. Well, like, like we started off this conversation earlier, I brought a broomstick in from the cage into this new house. Um, because, I, and, and then... I've, I've had to get rid of it because it's been worrying me. I don't want to take anything if there is... Because I understand energy is connected. I understand all of that and negative and bad. So I have got rid of it because... I just don't, I've lived for it. Listen, there, there is nothing on this planet that could make me... There is not an object on this planet. I don't care if it was a bloody 10-carat diamond that would uh, make me relive and, and, and the fucking reality... Of having a hostile haunting like that, whether it's a curse or haunting, I don't care. No, been there, done it, and it wouldn't matter. You could say to me right now, this is a gift, it's worth X amount. That's blinding, Blake, but don't bring it in my house because I, I won't risk it because I've had it before and I know the reality, and no, I won't risk it because no amount of money is worth it. Absolutely. So, out of all of your current possessions, you would say if there was, if there was going to be one, chances are it'd be that broom. Yeah. And it had it in, and then I thought, well, no, just in case, just in case. Now, nothing's happened, no, but it's but played on my mind, so I, I, I've just had to get it out. I think, mm, out of my what possessions, <coughs> I would, um, I've got some lovely jewellery mm. that was my grandparents, mm. um, and they're items that they wore every day for decades. Mm. I would say that if they, if you, if you can connect to something, but connecting is different from a curse or negative. Oh no! Listen. Oh, a cursed or negative item. Yeah, that's what you asked me. If there's something bad. Um. Okay. Um. Out of all of my things, what would I say? I've got in. Oh, it's packed away now because I'm moving. Um, a Murano, Murano glass clown. Hmm. But I don't know where, why it's there. What, do you feel some kind of way about it? It's just, it's quite creepy. It's not a pleasant thing. Mm. But I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> and I don't know why it's there. I don't know how it appeared. I've got it somewhere. Someone's gave it to me or I've mm. picked it up somewhere. But I can't remember. And it sits there and I think, oh, it's a bit creepy. But I don't know if that's because it's a clown. Yeah, I mean, people don't like clowns, I, do they? Yeah, well, I'm not a big fan. So maybe not that one, then. See... I think you'd know. I think straight away, you'd, if they were saying you'd say, right, a lot of yeah. A lot of my things that are um, old have belonged to a family. So I've got, like, a, the most beautiful old suitcase. Mm. 
and you can feel you can feel an energy from that. Yeah. And that was but that was my granddad's nans. Yeah. So again, it's family. So again, it's so... not it's not a negative energy. So a lot, yeah, a lot of the things that I own that are. Um, and it's nice to have items from family that have an energy, and we can feel that because it's a good energy. And you can, and it's yeah. But also at the same time, if they're saying you had the bad, you'd be able to feel that as well. Yeah. No, I don't think I have. Listen, I have a lot of things from B and M. No well, bad juju coming in from B and M or home bargains. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be haunted. No, so you never know. I think they'll be fine. No, and like I said, everything that I've got that is of a certain age. That isn't new. Um, I just think be, be be aware of it, and I just I, I yeah. Just think, I've, I've, and if I something think is just... happening, don't just ignore it and think, oh yeah, it's a trick of the light. Oh yeah, it turns up in the fridge, and I knew I put it in the oven. You know, be aware of the changes around you. Be aware of the, you know. Listen, none of you are silly people. None of you are stupid people, and everyone has a real innate ability to be able to acknowledge that something's off or something is different around them and it doesn't have to be mega nasty and you don't have to think oh you know whatever but just a shift in what is the I mean, norm I've always said, just just be wary of living with a good ghost is actually an asset you know if you're living with someone in the house and they're friendly it's actually an asset but when it goes the other way it's a real problem so you know people say Oh, and there's an old lady there, but she seems kind. Well, that's blinding. She seems kind. She, she's probably protecting you in a lot of ways. That isn't anything ever to worry about. If you can get your head round, you're living with someone that isn't a physical body. But if they're not doing any harm, listen, get over it. It happens in most places and, and learn to live with it because it, there's not going to be any harm there. But it's when it goes the other way, which I've experienced, where it's a real, real issue and can destroy and change your life. That's when you have to think, hold on a minute. But, you know, I say to lots of people, you know, say, well, I've got this lady in my house or I've got an old man. I say, well, that's great because they can be an asset. You know, they can be. Because you have to remember you. that although the world is a nasty and horrible place, there's a lot of, there's more good people in the world than there is bad. And yeah. if you if you just go, if you run with that and think, you know, they're not going to die and become demons, you know, yeah. if, if they are still not here after things, death. You bad know, and evil. You know, they might be playful. Um, and do they things. They might that, want attention. Yeah, you know, it, it's not, and it might be scary in that moment. But then they're not doing it to cause harm. That you know, that might just be their character. They might just want a bit of attention. And I, and they I might think for, wanna... for the most part, a friendly haunting or something like that. If, if they do scare you and worry you, you ask them to, to ask them, and they listen, they will. They'll I respect stop. you're here. I understand you, but please, can you can you just go now because you're scaring us? You're upsetting. And if it's someone good, they'll go anyway. But I find a lot in a lot of cases. It's actually an asset. I know it sounds mad as a box of frogs, but if if you are living with like a friendly ghost, if you if your brain can understand it, they can be an asset. Now I'm not saying you're watching the TV and saying it's flying across the room. That's different. But the energy and feeling, if they're good people, you'll you'll feel that like oh you'll smell a lovely smell, and it's just okay they're there, and they let me know they're there, and it's comfort and it's nice. But you have to spin your head to, to understand. You have to. Understand it, that. it is about spinning your head and getting a level of understanding. Yeah. And listen, you can might ask them to wipe the sides over every once in a while. Say, listen, front of you for around while I'm at work. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Say, can you can you put the washing machine on for me? Put a load in. But I find that, but in many cases, spirits, nice kind spirits from hundreds of years ago, 
have have looked over your kids or, 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 or do, you know, protect the house in some kind of way. And to me, listen, in this world, that's just an asset. You and, just and, have to and get again, your head around it. There are many, many stories of, you know, people living in situations where they know that somebody's there, but it is a very kind spirit and and them doing good. So like the kid's about to fall into the fireplace head first yeah. and something's... For some not, reason, not, like, yeah. And so it's not, you know, or um, the the deadbolt, you forgot to put the deadbolt on, but it's been put on in the middle of the night and yeah. someone's tried to break into the house, but they couldn't because then magically the deadbolt was on, but yeah. you knew you didn't do it. Yeah. There's so there's, many cases there's, there's, like that, isn't there? Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think the dead probably gets a bit of a bad rep, really. I, I do. Because, I blame because, Hollywood. Because, because the good of dead, there's far more good of dead than there is bad. And like you say, Hollywood, all the evil, but there's so much more good. But you know why? Because could... it makes good viewing, good reading, yeah. good listening. Yeah. I mean, really, there wasn't a Hollywood movie made about a really nice spirit in a house with a really nice family that just did good. Right, well, you've missed the mark there. About what about Casper? Oh, right. Okay. Well. It's in the name, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yes. No, but like a real life. Yeah. Because, because... Nobody's asked. Because that's not entertaining, is it? Yeah. You go to a movie and think, well, what, you know, there was a really nice story about a really nice family who um, had a really nice ghost. I mean, there must about be ghost? some. Oh, yeah. my. I know. But that the, the, the principle of that entire movie is that the dead can get trapped if, if there's work to be done. That wasn't people moving into a house with a lovely ghost. That no. was that there was a horrific uh, murder and they couldn't be at peace uh, until they... they... Maybe, um, have you ever seen Ghosts on BBC One? Yes. So that could be that's, something similar. That's quite... That, you know, yeah. she's learned to live with them and they are helpful and hindering... Yeah. Uh, in some of the but way that's, and that's, although that's comedy and fantasy that's kind of a bit more like reality uh, yeah in a way they, they I, I, I really enjoy um, yeah. guys. listen guys if you haven't watched it get yourself onto BBC on or the iPlayer whatever it is it's like layers of spirits isn't it is it? And, yeah. and, and you've got a caveman you've got yeah. an army general you've got like I mean I think Tudor a caveman woman. is a stretch to be honest but the rest I think are... yeah and you know you've got like a, a poet from the like 17th century and and whatever else it's it's quite but funny I th but I think the principle is true where there are layers and you know if they decide to come back as residual or if if they stay if they choose to then then potentially you could always have layers from many generations that you are living within a house if you've got a house i mean my childhood house was 700 years old now there's layers there we know that because 700 years is a lot of layers um and that's in st osef but that's another story but um you know there are layers and so you have so a lot of people have to learn to live with with spirit and and accept it or just ignore it and think it's a trick of the light and I didn't really put that there or if, if they're more active you know understand it or if they're hostile then you, you can't live with that because that's something else you have to move or bloody get people in but it's interesting because um, there was a survey done I think this was beginning of last year with estate agents where why did you sell your house oh because uh, I needed a four bedroom because I couldn't afford the house anymore, because um, the market check, for the reasons. And there was a big percentage of people who actually said on the survey, I sold my house because I believe it was haunted. 
Now that's the first time that's been done. And they said because the house was haunted. And I know we've said this a lot before, but I think lockdown as well, a lot of people have noticed a lot of different things about their homes. Because obviously when you, you work Monday to Friday, nine to five, you're out of the house for most of the day, you get in, you ain't got no time to be sitting around and noticing the yeah, changes and big. Oh, do that, do that. You what? You got an hour's worth of telly, bath, bed, back up and at it again the next day. Mm. But because people were trapped at home, and quite often, you know, a lot of like single people who live on their own, the house is empty for most of the day. And when they're there and they're thinking, hang on a minute, this mm. ain't right. Something, something, something is amiss. Something is off. And I think the kind of reports in hauntings yeah, in yeah. houses shot up by like an absolutely ridiculous yeah. number. Because um, if you which think again, about it, you're out of the house at eight o'clock to get to work, you're back by maybe half five, six. And, and listen, when you're in the, the rat race, you ain't got time to be looking around yeah. thinking, oh, I know I left my keys there. You just think, wow, where's my fucking keys? Yeah. You know, you ain't got time to think about it. And then by the time you've grabbed them off, like from outside the fridge, and then you run to the car, think I'm going to be late for work now. By the time you've got to work, you don't you, you don't think about yeah. that no more. It's gone, done. But also, I think people's lives are so busy. So if you hear something at night, it's like, oh, I'm too tired. I've got to get up to the city in the morning or whatever job you've got to do. And people explain away lots of things. Because it's much easier to. Because, and like you say, because it's a rat race, because everyone's got so much pressure these days. You've got to pay the bills, you've got to do this. Listen, the last thing you're going to be thinking of in reality is, oh my God, my house is haunted because something went missing. If everyone stopped and stood still, there'd probably be a hell of a lot of people that will realise some of the things that are going on around them. Well, like you say, people people have done, people are. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, um, that was a, a little impromptu episode, Haunted Objects, in amongst some other things. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, for those of you watching us on TikTok recording live, um, this episode won't go out now for another um, week or so. But if you uh, if you follow follow the um, podcast or whatever, um, in the bio of our TikTok, we'll take you through to um, our back catalogue of all the episodes we've done so far. So you'll have plenty to listen to to entertain you until this episode has come out. Um, but yes, guys, everyone at home, everyone watching, thank you for listening. Also, can I just say as well, um, on lots of our previous podcasts and future ones, we have a lot of guests and experts in these fields. Um, in demonology, in, in mediumship, um, historical wise, you know, we don't just think we're big swinging dicks and talk all about what we know. We have lots of people, lots of experiences on. So it's not just us. Not just us, listen. We, we, we've got people that know what they're talking about half the time. But um, as always, guys, please, you can email us directly um, with your own stories, questions, anything you need to know. And you can do that by emailing the Haunted Podcast Official at gmail.com. Um, we're on most of the social medias, uh, so you can catch us on Twitter, and that is the Haunted Pcast. Um, Instagram is the Haunted Podcast Official. If you search the Haunted Podcast Official on Facebook, we'll come up. We've also got a TikTok, which we're live on tonight. And, if uh, and that is the Haunted Podcast. Us, or if anyone wants to help us get us out there, ready? Listen, share the word, share and share a like. If you've enjoyed us, tell all your friends. If you haven't, don't bother. Let's just move on. Um, but we love you all, and we hope you're having a lovely time. And we'll be back next week with something. I'll think of something. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's we'll always it a bit out. last minute. Anyway, good night, good bless. <laughs>